Hello, hello. Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We have got a special treat for you today. I am honored to introduce you to my friend Jess. She does something truly beautiful. She has a podcast herself called Decidedly Dry, where she helps you really dive into sober living and how fun, how expansive, how freeing that can be, which are usually not words that you associate with sober living at all. She has a beautiful journey that she is on and so much to share in this episode. She is really excited too about developing a relationship with God, which is something that is new to her. So if you find yourself in a similar space, this for sure is an episode that you're going to want to listen to and maybe even re-listen to. But with Without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Hello, friend. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you for taking time to talk to everyone that listens to the God's Vibes podcast, all things that have to do with that. So excited that you're here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, I so do. I so do. I'm a little nervous. It's weird when you are on the other side of the mic, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm so used to doing my intro. So I, um, I'm probably blushing and like a little nervous, but this is fun. <laughs> good company. It's fine. Oh. You're welcome here. This is a safe share space. <laughs> I love it. Well, my name is Jess Steitzer and oh my gosh, a little bit about myself. I don't know where to begin. I, um, am a mom of two. I am married. I live in a very small town of Dundee, Oregon, People have no idea where that is, but all you need to know is it's about 45 minutes outside of Portland. It feels like it needs a sitcom too. (laughs) Right? Like we have one stoplight, no grocery store. That is our town. (laughs) Oh my God. And it's lovely. Um, And I do a little bit of everything. I am a part-time librarian at my kids' school. I am the president of the PTO for another year. Um, That's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, real fancy. And, um, in my quote unquote spare time, um, I love to run. I love to hike. I live in the Pacific Northwest, so it's great to hit all the trails and just be outdoors. And again, in, in my other spare time, I guess, um, I host a podcast called decidedly dry, which is all about helping women embrace their sober lifestyles. So, uh, that has been kind of my, my passion and my passion project. I love, do we want to dive into that? Like how you got into that, how you started sure. it was times. I know there's a lot of people that listen here. We talk a lot about courage, right? And a lot of people have had the courage to go get more education or to get a certification and they really want to launch something. But as yeah. you probably know, when you're about to step into a launch, you're like, am I ready? How do I know I'm ready? What do I do? Totally. All this stuff comes up. <laughs> So if you could share a little bit about that and how you set yeah, that, that would be great. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I won't take you down the whole the whole story, <laughs> but the highlight reel maybe. Um, so for a long, long time, I mean, I thought of myself as just kind of a normal drinker. You know, it was go to college and go to the parties and and there were no flags. It was just me doing what everybody else was doing or what I thought was, you know, normal. Um then I got married and I had my my first son and I didn't expect it, but that threw me right into the mommy wine culture. And um, it just felt like it was part of the gig when you're a mom. Now, you know, 
forget the Coors Light. Now you drink a fancy, you know, glass of wine at the end of the day because you you got the kids to bed and you survived, you know, all the challenges of motherhood that day. And um, again, just kind of doing what I thought all moms were doing. And I never drank between or during pregnancies, but then I got pregnant, you know, again with my second. And um, after he was born, I was right back to the wine glass. And, you know, after a while, it just got exhausting. It just didn't feel right. And I came or at the time I was big in the fitness world. I um, owned a stroller fitness program for moms. And so, yeah, it was pretty fun. You have to break this down for me. I'm not familiar. (laughs) A stroller fitness program. Okay. So we were like a little gang. Um, it's like boot camp for moms, and you show up in parks with your stroller, and um, yeah. it was beautiful. And Amazing. Uh, it was such a great experience because it was me taking care of myself and helping other women, which you'll see this pattern through my life. Um, and it was just a great way to get out of the house, and in that season so important when you have young babies to connect with other women and not just, you know, not feel alone. And so what became exhausting was I felt like I was kind of a phony, you know, like I was living this very healthy lifestyle all during the day, you know, it was wake up and run all the miles and do all the burpees and drink your green juice. And, and then come five o'clock, I was popping open the wine bottle and a few glasses later, gases, glasses. Whoa, that was good. Um, <laughs> a few glasses later, you know, I was I was pouring that third glass and it just didn't feel balanced. Yeah. And I would wake up groggy, you know, and it just it got to this point where I was like, this isn't right. You know, like, I know it's not right. And so long story kind of long. Um I started kind of doing these like one week of no drinking. And I mean, challenges were my thing. I mean, being a fitness instructor, it was like, oh, plank challenge, sign me up. Burpee challenge, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So the thought, (laughs) exactly. Um, The thought of trying to remove something, I mean, it just, it didn't look weird from the outside. People were like, oh, Jess, you know, what's she doing now? Um, And I felt really good when I would remove it. And so then I'd go back and then, you know, but once you know, when you feel good, you, you don't really forget that. And it just sticks with you. And so that voice in my head started getting a little louder and it was like, no, we need to explore this. We need to, we need to think about this. Um, so I signed up for like a 21 day reset, like a program to cut alcohol, connect with other women. And it was a game changer. Mm. And so. So I really started noticing, oh my gosh, wow, like removing this substance is actually really, really good. And all of these benefits, I can't really ignore. Um, And then I started realizing that there were other moms that didn't drink. Mm. And there was this whole world of people that didn't drink. And it was really exciting and empowering. And I wanted to share that with people. And so I started documenting my journey on Instagram. And that evolved into just amazing things. I designed a journal for sobriety, like a sobriety day tracker that I ended up selling a ton of. And then I kind of just decided to start a podcast. I had no idea how to do it. I was like, (laughs) 
<laughs> Googling and YouTubing and like, maybe is this a thing? Like, can I do it? And, and here we are. I <laughs> so, love Yeah. Amazing. That's how many, how long have you been doing it? So people have a reference. So I have been alcohol free for gosh, uh, it was my three year mark last December. Oh, so I even did the whole pandemic al- alcohol free, which was amazing, which was crazy. Yeah. Amazing. And then how long has the podcast journey been that whole time? So I created, it's kind of funny. I created the journal. Um, when I hit one year, it was yeah. kind of like my, I should do something, you know, let's celebrate. I love that. And then I launched the podcast at my two years. So the podcast has been around for just over a year. Let's go. Come yeah. on. I love so cool. Thank That's you. So, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. It is so fun. And I love like just hearing the, the story about that. It's just sounded like it's been an organic and gradual progression. This is not like an overnight thing. It's like you choosing better for yourself mm-hmm. gradually over time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then being like, this works and kind of being like surprised by it. And then yeah. being like, I must give this to other humans. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love oh. that. And I know like we've talked a little bit offline about God and your God journey and how that probably Mm -hmm. impacts all this too. And I know that we get people from all different experiences with God from no relationship to broken relationship to hurt by the church to like, didn't know I could have a relationship. Like all of it is here. So I would love for you to share some of that journey too, because I sense that he's moving and in your life. And we've talked a little bit about that too. So I want to hear that trajectory from you. Yeah. Um, well, my dad, well, growing up, my dad went to a Christian church. So he was okay. Christian. My mom was um, raised in a Catholic home. So she, they always went to their different churches on Sunday. And I was your typical, you know, preteen that would sleep in till 12.05. So I'd hear that garage close and be like, yes, I don't have to go to church. Like, I'm going to eat all the things and <laughs> be like, yeah. And so, you know, my relationship with him has been interesting. And I just want to say thank you for making it so comfortable to talk about, because I think for me, it's been intimidating to talk about because when I was a kid, I feel like it was forced on me, you know, like, this is what you do. You go to church. We pray before our meal. You know, this is what we do. And I didn't know why. You know, this prayer, I have to tell you, do you know, like (laughs) plus God minus devil. Amen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's the new dinner prayer, okay? Like I have to use it because it's so comical when you had to be like so serious and say oh, like dinner yes. prayer. And I, I didn't even know Catholic the words. Too, so. Yeah, I didn't even know the words I was saying. It was just like words blended together, and like, and that was always my biggest, um, you know, debate when I would be. I don't want to say forced. I love you, mom, if you're listening. Um, but when I was invited <laughs> to go to church, my big argument was, I don't know what they're saying, mom. Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't understand it. I sing these words I'm looking at, but I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. And so I think for so long, and I'm talking, you know, most of my life, wow. it just wasn't a thing. Like, I just, I didn't explore it. And it wasn't until honestly, I removed alcohol that I started getting that inkling that like, you should explore this. You know, you should, you should, now that you're so clear minded, now that you are aware of who you are and you feel empowered to talk about these hard things Mm. and, and really 
get to know who you really are. Yeah. Like, what does your spirituality look like? You know? And I think for a long time, I always would say like, oh, well, the universe planted this in my path or my (laughs) gut is telling me this. And I think it was me avoiding figuring out what my, what my spirituality or my religion, my religion, my, my relationship with him looked like. Yeah. Oh, that's so so good. Yeah. So I guess I'm a work in progress. I, I'm more open to um, figuring out what my relationship with him is. And I think you're going to laugh so hard, but (laughs) I, I find myself like just yesterday I was at the library and I buy like children's books about God and about, because I think that the biggest turnoff is when I don't understand what I'm reading. And so I think just as of late, you know, it's me getting these children's books so that I understand it in simple terms. And I'm like, oh, totally. So this is what this means. Or, you know, this is what these numbers mean after so-and-so's name that I never really even understood. You yeah. know, so simple, yeah. but like those things have been intimidating. And so to be in a sober mind and be open to receiving, you know, those, oh those signs. And I don't know. I don't know if any of that made sense. <laughs> no, well, it does. And like, I can like relate to this too, because I think we've shared some of my journey, but it's like in the very beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to give God a year. Like, I, I don't know, <laughs> right. like if we can do like relationship, like, I don't know how that works, but like, I'm going to make some assumptions. Like one, you probably buy a Bible and then you probably start reading it. So mm. we're going to start doing that. Right. Like, <laughs> literally like homegirl yeah. is basic. Okay. So I was like, <laughs> And I'm probably going to go to like one of those like Christian bookstores because that sounds to make sense. And I'll just, you know, peruse an aisle and see if anything like stands out to me. <laughs> exactly. Honestly. And then like a couple ones were like all about like hearing the voice of God or like the armor of God. I'm like, sounds like I need those. Like, <laughs> yep. yep. And it was just like, I'm just going to follow through and I've got a year. And if you don't show up, then like we tried, but like literally it was just going to be like, let's see what you do. Exactly. Here. But what I found that's so interesting is that the word of God is just God's thoughts. Yeah. If I want to think God's thoughts, then like I can view his word that way, or it's almost like a diary entry to me. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I start seeing that, it's really exciting. But I too have gotten like children's books too, just to understand the stories differently because they break down the details in ways that you wouldn't otherwise receive it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And playing with different versions is always so helpful too, right? Because if you're just coming from a thus saith King James version, you're like, right, right. <laughs> work like a passion translation or like whatever. So I love that. Yeah. Like, and I think more pictures too. too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of pictures. And picture. I mean, hello, librarian. I'm like, I need a visual aid. I need something I can hold, you know, like. <laughs> yes. I love um, it. And I think too, becoming a mom had a big piece in that too, you know, like where you just hit this point in your life where it's not all about me anymore. Mm. You know, what do I want to leave behind me? What does my legacy look like? What will my children believe in? Mm. You know, when I go, where will they think I go? You know, like those kind of things, those big questions that have no, you know, those are heavy. But when you become a mom, I feel like those are some things you start to think about where it's like, I want to do everything I can to set them up for success and be 
you know, men of faith and, and be strong and have lots of good character, you know? I love that. Yeah. I, I think too, like the weightiness of what you just said, it's almost like realizing your need for God because there's just questions that are too big to answer in the natural or in the physical, right? Like it's only supernatural that will bring answers to that. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of you that knows that like everything you're experiencing is invisible. Sure. Yeah. Everything that's really happening in life is not like it, what you can see with your eyes. Like it's all Mm -hmm. not there. It's in this invisible realm that's happening. So like it, it, you know, like that engages your curiosity in a way, like something is happening here that Mm -hmm. I want to know more about. Yeah. And I think for a long time, you could doubt it because you can't see it. But then when you kind of remove yourself and step back, it's like, that's pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's kind of cool to have this amazing love that you can't see, you Mm -hmm. can't touch, you can't, you know, demand anything of it right away. And, but to be in a place where you can be open to it and just sit back and experience it and realize you're not in charge. (laughs) Oh my God. Get out of your own way. Right. <laughs> Is that not the best part? Like, <laughs> I, oh I know we gosh. were talking about this, but in that recovery ministry that I was a part of, like, it was the first step. It's like, realize that you're not God. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because that's like, <laughs> too, like much for me to handle. A lot of pressure. <laughs> There's just too much that I can't figure it out. And like, I know me, right? Like, we're going to drop some balls. Like, that's just going right. to be what happens, Right. Yeah. Or even I know in my journey, it's like, I started realizing that I couldn't have healthy, strong relationships that I truly craved and desired, knowing that I came from a lot of broken ones. I knew that I didn't have love. I had conditional love, or I had these like things that I thought were loving, but they actually were unhealthy, right? Mm. People pleasing, codependency, like all these things that you're like, I'm just being a loving human. No, you're not. Right. Right? (laughs) Right. You're broken, like codependent (laughs) human. It's great. Right. So like, I didn't know this, but as you start waking up, I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble because I don't know authentic love and I'm going to attract everything that's not it. And I Mm -hmm. won't be able to build in a healthy way. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know the author of love, right? Like I don't know love. So I don't know the creator author of love and I'm only going to encounter it if I get to know who that is. So to Mm -hmm. me, it was like, I need to like come to know love. Right. So then that literally gets inside of me and that's what suddenly flows out of me. And then I can recognize, is this it or not? Right. Like that was a hunger. So it was legacy too. like what you're saying. It's like relationships to me are everything. Like they give Mm -hmm. meaning to life. It's what you leave here, what you're literally sowing into other people. That's everything. Right. Like you don't keep anything that you're building. It's what you're sowing into people. Right. So I was like, oh my God, like, I hope that this will work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope yes. that like, I hope that I can encounter God. I hope that this is possible. Right. Because I'm like, what else are we going to do? Like we've seen this movie before, like brokenness can't be the pattern. There's got to right. be something different. Yep. So I yep. love that, that it's connected. Usually when you're asking bigger, deeper questions, that's usually where this God question comes up. Right. Right. Love that. Yeah. So what happened after that? So now you're like, okay, like I'm waking up. I'm sensing I want to grow spiritually. I really want to use picture books because that's how I'm going to digest this. <laughs> this is how I work. <laughs> right. This makes sense to me. We it's can just, handle this. This is comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, what's been really interesting and because I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to say today when you asked that was I see a lot of similarities in my relationship with him and kind of figuring out what that is. Yeah. Um in, in relation to my sober journey where, you know, there was just this voice, there was this pull, you know, it was me 
again, getting out of my way and being open to where I was being led. You know, with alcohol, it was me, you know, having these stints of not drinking. It was me secretly following all these sober accounts. It was listening to the podcast, just kind of slowly filling my head with what I was being pulled towards, you know? And that has what kind of my relationship with him has been lately. And I mean, like lately as in like the past few months, like this has been recent, you know, I'm very, I'm very new. I'm a newbie. Um, but it's exciting because I've noticed, you know, me checking these books out or me listening to, you know, a podcast that talks about God or me signing up for this really expensive training that is focused around, you know, not doing it so-and-so's the world's way, but doing it God's way and surrounding. I mean, that's how I met you, you know? And so I really feel like I am in a place where, you know, you're kind of just putting your hands up and what is it? Oh gosh, am I going to quote Carrie Underwood? But like, (laughs) (laughs) let her take the wheel. wheel. Like, (laughs) wasn't planning that. Um, Like who's she quoting? (laughs) <laughs> Where are we going, girl? Come on back. But um, but seriously, like just letting go and uh, being open to where I'm supposed to go, you know, who mm-hmm. I'm supposed to talk to, relationships with people that are bringing so much to my life and I just didn't even know, yeah. you know? Oh, that's if you would have asked me last year if I'd be on a podcast like this, like I'd yeah. be like, what? What? You what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why? You know, like that's weird. Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's, it's again, I think I've said it 45 times, but it's me getting out of my way and just trusting that I'm on the right path, you know? But I love this, right? Because when you compare it probably to this, so like not being Mm -hmm. sober, it was like all about like control and what you can control and what you can't. It's like, it's almost like you had a certain level of control that you could manage during the day hours. It sounds like, right. right? And when you're just done, you're done. And now we just like cut loose, whatever that looks like. Exactly. Exactly. And I think when you finally remove whatever it is that wasn't serving you, for me, it was alcohol. You just gain this like confidence, this confidence and this excitement. And it's kind of like, okay, if I can do that, what else can I do? You know, and, and you just kind of get to know this different version of yourself that you really love, you know, I mean, because let's face it, when you don't have a substance that's mind altering, that's numbing you out, like, you got to feel it all Mm. and you have to be with yourself. I like to think that like sobriety was training me for the pandemic because for a lot of people, you know, they were stuck at home by themselves and it was like, here we are. (laughs) Like I have to be by myself 24 seven while we figure out what the heck is going on out there. Um, and that was like, I feel like sobriety trained me for that, you know, because I had done so much inner work. And I had really kind of re reorganized my self care toolbox and all of the things where I was ready, you know, yeah. I had done this hard thing. And yeah. so it was kind of kind of cool. So good. I know it's kind of like both sides, like there's been like horrible things that happen. But for some people, it's like they've said it's been one of their best seasons, because it was like yeah. a divine time out. Or they were more focused, more productive. They had more me time. They were able to really develop these really solid life practices that like brought so much more freedom to their life. It's just yeah. insane. Some of the things that have been coming from that or that they're sustaining now because of that. It's wild. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love to with confidence. What I was getting with that is like, to me, a word that kept drawing me in when it came to relationship with God was like this idea of relief, right? Like you don't have to do it all in your own strength. You don't have to know all the answers, but you can actually be led and guided, but even greater, you can get divine enablement, which is grace. Like you actually get a strength, a confidence, a boldness that you can't like make happen. It just like, kind of like the runner's high where you're running to a certain point. It just like hits you and takes over. It's yeah. like that. Like you just are willing to show up and then you get hit with this divine enablement that like accelerates yeah. you forward. And you're like, what? Like, I never would have done that before. Like, how was yeah. I even able to do it? You got this divine enablement that took over. Exactly. Exactly. I'm reading a book right now and I don't ask me who the author is. We can put it in the show notes, but okay. um, it's called Stolen Focus. Ooh. Have you heard of it? And no, I'm going to write it down though. Oh, he, he talks about that. What you just described where you find your flow, he calls it your flow. And it's just where you get to that point where it's just, you know, it's like if you're painting and three hours go by and you have no idea how, because you're in your flow, you could turn off and you were doing something you love, you know, just like the runner's high. Yeah. You know, you just get into your flow. We talk about vibes over here. Yes. (laughs) So Oh, so, so good. Yes. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm in this flow, this flow zone. (laughs) I don't know if I want to call it that, but you know, you just, you get into this lane where it's like, I'm open and I'm ready, like for you to tell me where to go and to lead me and to help whoever I need to help. And it's such a relief to, to know, how do I put this? I feel like for so long, I was constantly listening to what the world was telling me. What do I need to do? How do I need to do a podcast? Am I doing this right? Like every aspect, am I mothering the correct way, you know? And it's kind of a relief when you can kind of get to a point where it's like, I'm just going to listen to him. Yeah. Like there's something bigger, Um, (laughs) you know, like forget social media. I can push pause on that because that's not serving me right now, but I could just get to know him and know that there is something out there way bigger than me that is going to show me and bless me and, and tell me what to do. Come on. You know, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me after a run. I guess I'm still in my flow. So (laughs) you're like, I'm in this great flow right now, but like how amazing, right? Like it can literally be like that. I have how God had given that to me was stop the search and seek the source. Like that's literally Mm. all that you have to do. And I'm like, really though? Like that sounds very like elementary, like so simplistic. I don't think that that's going to work. Right. And he's like, I don't care if you think it's going to work. Like this is what we do. Right. Like right. (laughs) stop searching, just seek me, things work out. So the seek the kingdom first and all the things will be added to you. That's a life first for me. But I remember putting this into practice, like very practically. And it was like, get rid of all of your books. Okay. And like, this is a huge deal. Cause like when I moved even from like LA to Austin, like I drove across the country with a car full of like books, like didn't bring anything else, but I had like all these books, right. (laughs) Thinking that like, I need these. Right. (laughs) So he told me to get rid of all of it, like journals, books, like all the things, like everything that you held onto or was expecting like to get who knows self-help information from like, get rid of it and just rely on one book. And I'm like, that's audacious. Right. Like we're doing that. But it's been insane. And like, eventually, like, he'll introduce different ones in. But like, it was such a wild practice to be like, you only need one. But what a relief. Right? Yes. What a relief. It's like a breath of fresh air to be like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. You know? 
and you're like, I don't really know what's in this book, but I mean, no idea. probably got to work. <laughs> Is there a picture? <laughs> Is there a picture? No. <laughs> oh, so good. I love I love. So, so where do you sense that you're being led now? Like, how is he moving? Because clearly he's led you into a program with all of these other like, yeah, God fearing humans that you didn't even see coming. And also like he's guiding your steps probably in a way that you didn't expect. So like, what is he mm -hmm. doing? How is he moving? That's a great question. Um, and I'm still figuring that out. You know, yeah. I think that I'm in a place where he is very present and he is very much leading me to learn more about him. I mean, it's like I mentioned, I was in the children's, <laughs> you know, the children's <laughs> library section reading these stories. And I think I'm just in this place where mm. it's exciting because I am finally you know, pushing pause in different areas of my life so that yeah. I really prioritize figuring out how to hear him better and so to allow him to kind of show me where to go. Because I think for the longest time, I have been the girl with 45 to-do lists and I should be doing this. I have to do this, you know, and, and a lot of that is, that's just how my life is right now, you know, as a mom and, and all the things. But yeah, I think there is, an exciting, I don't know, new chapter ahead that, that I'm not in control of, that I just have to be open to, you know, to visiting or to getting to. And I think I will get there with my children's book, you know, <laughs> by, by getting to know <laughs> what our relationship looks like. And I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm saying that over and over again, but it's just so true. I think I'm still so much in the learning phase and yeah. the, the listening phase that I just need to continue to be open and listen and, um, and explore where that takes me. Well, and that's the beautiful place, right? It's like a really like sweet space to be. And it's like the place that you continue to be in this like beautiful, like humble, open, willing, mm -hmm. like obedient space, right? Like just the submitted space because faith comes by hearing, but specifically hearing the word of God. So the more you're hearing it or like reading it or reading it out loud from a children's book, the more you're hearing it in a podcast or hearing a yeah. sermon, whatever, it's like building this faith because what it does is it finds tunes you're hearing or you're listening so that when you're reading the word, he highlights different parts of that to you that speak to you. Mm -hmm. So just fine tunes your ability to hear him and see him talking to you. Yeah. Right. And I think when you're out, it, not living, like, he'll reveal it to you. It's wild. Sorry. I totally interrupted you, but I, I was just saying, and doing it, not scared. Yes. You yes. know, cause I think if we just get out of our own way and do it without that fear of, oh my gosh, what if I'm not using the words? What if I'm saying something wrong? Like what if these, you know, people who are very strong in their faith think, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> like she said this wrong. And so I think just having that confidence and doing it scared, you know, has yeah. a lot of power to it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the courage piece, right? Like you're still going to totally. feel like you're human. You're still going to feel like all of those like very real emotions. Like lately I've been saying like the feeling of terror and excitement feel the exact same in your body. <laughs> you're yeah. like, am I afraid or am I excited? I don't really know, but we're going to go with excited today, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, but it's like, okay, you can still feel it, but it, I love to ask God, like convert this into energy that you can use. Mm. Like it's in there and I don't know what to do with it, but you do. And we're going to like catch it in like a, 
a run or in a step or something, and you're just going to work it out while we're in motion. Yeah. But it's crazy because like you will still feel it. But when you step out, it's like, that's how you find out. Yeah. You get in your flow. Yeah. You get your flow. You catch your I flow. Well, that. I'm curious too. Like, it sounds interesting because it sounds like you went through your sobriety journey without God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've known many that like have only been able to walk through with him. Like it wouldn't have happened otherwise. So I'm curious, like what your thoughts are on that. Like in hindsight, do you think it would have been any different if you knew God or somebody on their desire, their journey now desiring to track with a sober lifestyle, what would you encourage them with? That's a great question. I don't know how it would have looked, you okay. know, I yeah. think because there I are a lot of like you were being led and guided. You just didn't know how to like, and I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is, I think I was going through it and I was so fearful of like saying that it was him. Yeah. I think the verb, the verbiage that I used was the universe. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. I'm looking for a sign and oh, there it is. Like the universe told me I should do this or, yeah. oh, the universe. Told me. And so maybe it was just me mm. being scared that he was, you know, he was leading me through it, but I just didn't know. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the biggest, biggest thing that I tell people when they are kind of dipping their toes into sobriety or thinking about quitting is there's no wrong way to do it. So good. You know, there's no wrong way. And so if you are, you know, strong in your faith and you have such a good relationship with him, use that, use that, talk to him, you know, let him guide you. Cause if you are having, if you are listening to this and you are like, Oh man, like, wow, I have been thinking about this. There's a reason you pushed play on this today. There was some word in this title where you were like, oh, Juliana has somebody good on today. And this is a topic (laughs) I'm scared to, (laughs) but I know I need to listen to this, you know? And so, and even if that isn't you, you know, I think that we live in a world that is so obsessed with wellness, you know? I mean, everywhere you look, it is, you know, some new green drink, some new this, you know, everyone six pack abs in three weeks, you know, and we get so obsessed with this, you know, but we don't talk about the alcohol piece. Alcohol is very much accepted everywhere you go. And if you don't drink people's first in- initial response is, Oh, why? What happened? You know, it's never like a good, you're for no you. fun. Yeah. You're no fun. Yeah. Something <laughs> bad happened. Um, are you pregnant? No, right. <laughs> Immediately. And so I do have a point what what you were uh, what you were saying, but I think, you know, just just listen and trust what you're hearing, you know? And I think that if you are ready for this journey, then listen to him. He will take you there, you know. So good. Yeah. So good. Did and that what, answer your question? I just went it, off on a tangent. I was like, you know, <laughs> no, it does. I think like what I'm hearing from you, if I can like reflect it back is that you are being led, you are being guided. Sometimes you don't even know what to ascribe that to, yeah. do you know what I mean? But <laughs> often, especially even when we're drinking, if that's what you're choosing, or if it's like some other way, it could be Netflix, it could be like binge eating. It could be something that you go into this task or it could even be overworking something that's a little more socially acceptable. Um, whatever it is that, you know, that like you're doing beyond a point that's healthy. Like we all have like a, a knower for that. Like we have a monitor in our system. That's like, "Mm, probably not good. And we can ignore it. And usually we're training ourselves to ignore the guidance that we're getting. 
We're mm-hmm. always being led, guided, supported, right? The word says God always provides a way of escape whenever there's a temptation, right? Mm-hmm. So the temptation to like lean in, to drink again, to do this thing, it will come, but God always provides the guidance, the wisdom, the next thing to go do over here. Yeah. But it sounds like what you're saying, no matter what you call that right now, it's like, trust it. Mm-hmm. Where you would do this other thing that you know is not serving you, keep doing this other thing that you're led to do. And keep yeah. getting better and better at listening to whatever that is, because that gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And then suddenly you become more confident, right? And it's easier to make those harder, quote unquote, decisions, Yeah. right? And then like, you're like in a different place that you didn't even think was possible. And it's not even that long in terms of time, right? It's right. just these decisions that don't feel good in the moment. The more you make those, it's kind of like what we were talking about the other day, like choose your pain, choose your heart. Like totally both are kind of painful. Like there's consequences to unnecessary suffering is usually what I call that. Just like there is like doing something that feels like discipline, which you're like, you know what I mean? Right. Right. But the rewards are greater over here. Yeah. It's like the more you choose what you know is serving you, you always get rewarded. That's what I love. It's almost like, okay, the more I make these healthy like decisions, choices, whatever for myself, the more it like feeds me or blesses me somehow. And I'm going to get addicted to that actually. Like (laughs) exactly. And you made that sound way better than what I said, but (laughs) no, but just like, I'll have what you're having. That sounded good. (laughs) Ditto. No. (laughs) Um, And I love what you said stronger and stronger because that's something we say is you just have to Mm -hmm. keep flexing that muscle. Like, It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. No matter what it is, you know, you just have to keep doing it one day at a time. It will get easier. It will, you know, whatever that thing is for you, whatever your thing is, like you can overcome it. You just have to trust. You have to trust yourself that you can do it. Yes. And to that beautiful point that you made too, about like building these like resilient, strong sons that are full of all this character, like they see it in you, Right. right? Like, it's not so much what you say, they watch what you do. Exactly. You, know I mean? like you can tell them to do all these things all the time, but like they will see you. They'll see like, cause I'm even getting a ton of peace from you, like a ton of peace yeah. and contentment, which I believe you probably fought for. There were so 100%. many seasons that were like restless and insecure, but like you were like perfectly seated in this place of like, I know who I am. I feel really yeah. good. Like I'm in a place in my life where I'm like a happy human and I'm like really proud of that. I can be present, that I can show up, that I'm like curious about this relationship I'm exploring with God. Like so many things are unfolding that are fun. And like your kids are seeing this. Exactly. And that's been a huge piece. You know, I mean, yeah. the sobriety piece was a no brainer because I knew in my heart, like I could do better. I could be better. Yeah. And, and in the beginning it was for them. You know, I mean, of course I wanted to feel better, Yeah. but it was really cool, you know, as I got further into my journey for them to, uh, there's like a celebrity that, oh, I have the worst references today. (laughs) We've gone from (laughs) Carrie Underwood to, no, but there was, there is a sober celebrity out there and I'm not going to remember who said it, but they said, you know, sobriety to me is looking at my children and knowing that they trust what they see. Yeah, they trust what they see. Yes. And that stuck with me because I now am so proud mm. of what they see, you know, because I'm giving them the the, you know, I'm a walking example of someone that doesn't turn to a substance when things get hard. Like yeah. they are seeing me, you know, at my finest and my worst moments, but dealing yeah. with it, you know, yeah. okay, I could pour a glass of wine or 
I could go paint something or I can hop on the treadmill. I could be really angry about something and that's okay. It's okay to be angry, you know, but to show them that I am not scared of it. Like I'm not going to push the easy button. And that's really kind of cool because now I'm raising kids that know there's an option, you know? Yeah. So, and I think that's kind of where I'm at with, um, with my faith where it's like, okay, if I'm showing them this really cool, healthy, you know, yeah. life choice, yeah. what else can I teach them while, while they're under my roof? What, what kind of impact could I have? So Go. that's where I'm at. Oh my gosh. I just want to honor <laughs> and celebrate this in you because I know that this is years in a series of like hard won battles and you doing it with such grace and excellence and just this like level of childlike joy and fun that is truly amazing and I think you know from part of my story that I was raised by a Mm -hmm. mother who had alcoholism right Mm -hmm. and so I had learned and embodied at a young age that we have to escape life like life we can't deal with life we have to find our ways to do it whether it's overworking whether it's drinking alcohol we just run right become professional escape artists that's what we're going to do but to see a different way, like, oh yeah, life's going to be hard, but here's what you do in this hard moment. Exactly. Or like, here's what we're going to do to manage our emotions in this moment. Or here's how we actually create safety in ourselves so that we don't hurt people. Exactly. Like what? Like, this exactly. is insane. Like, this and is I mean, not, not just, just like, hard. Thing. It's <laughs> massive what you are doing. <laughs> well, and yeah. not just hard. I mean, there, there's this like, I don't know, this thing I always remember, at least I notice where, you know, it's not just the hard times that we drink at. You know, literally every memorable, memorable event, any holiday, any, anything, alcohol is present. And it is just kind of mind boggling that we have a mind altering substance that's going to potentially have us forget some of the most magical moments of our life. What? Come on. Right. I mean, think about it. Birthdays, you know, um, gender reveals, (laughs) you know, I mean, all these things, holidays, Christmas, all the things, backyard barbecues, family reunion. What if you miss that? What if you miss all of that? And so I think that too is a great lesson for my children where we show up at these things and guess what? Mom doesn't drink. Yeah. You know, she's, she's there and she's present and you can trust her. And you know, that's, that's another piece of it, not just the hard things, but that you can experience life 1000% and be in the moment and remember every single minute, you know? Yeah. And that's what makes life so valuable, right? Because you're going to get 50, 50, you're going to have these like really hard, challenging things to walk through, just like you're going to have these beautiful, fun, celebratory Mm -hmm. moments. But it's like, how do I learn to be content through all of that? Yeah, right? Safe through all of that? Or how do I really get stronger in all of it? Right. And be really present because there's so many people that don't remember things that happen in life. There's like years of their life that they don't remember at all. Gone. Like that doesn't need to be you though. Like the more present you are, the more memorable things happen. Yeah. Right. Like any moment can be memorable or magical to use your words. Right. But we're just not in them. Yeah. We're not intentionally creating them because you can literally do that every single day. Like I think we were talking about like you can create your life, right? Like you truly totally. can. Like you can make a decision and create a different reality for yourself every single day. Well, my relationship is just like, no, like you can create a different wave in your relationship right now, right? Or well, my boss exactly. is just, no, like you can create a different work dynamic today. There's right? another option, right? There's another mm-hmm. option. I love it. I think it's so Always. 
powerful when you think about just stacking memories that you want to have. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge yes. because I mean, to anyone that's listening, like, I mean, when you drink away the hard times, you don't know it, but you're drinking away the good ones too. Your whole like you life. just don't know. You have to wake up and just be like, nope. Like you said, there's another option. Yeah. I could choose different today. Like today could be day one for me. Yeah. You know what? I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing presence. I am choosing the healthiest option for me. I'm done yes. with that. Yes. We're done with that. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. We don't need that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Thank you so much for all this like vulnerable sharing. I just, you're welcome. Like, so, oh my gosh. There's so much value in like all these nuggets that you shared. And I must know how can people connect with you? How can they get involved in what you're doing? Yeah. So honestly, the easiest way to find out about what I'm doing or listen to my show is just go to my website, which is www.decidedlydry.com. And tell us how you got the landing place. How did you get there? Oh, yes. Great question. Um, So I actually, when I started documenting my journey, I called my Instagram. What was it? It was sober in wine country because little fun fact about Dundee, Oregon is when people come to Oregon to wine taste, they come to my town. So we have hundreds of wineries and tasting rooms. Like that is what our little town is known for. So that is why I called it that. And then I don't know, sober, sober, the word sober gets, it's kind of got a bad reputation. And so I decided, oh, decided, look at that. Um, I wanted something, <laughs> something more positive that represented this exciting life decision. And let's face it, the only person that can choose to be alcohol free is you, you know, so you have mm-hmm. to decide to be dry. So that's how I came up with decidedly dry. I love so www.decidedlydry.com. That's it. Love. Oh my gosh. Well, any other <laughs> thoughts? Like if you had Okay, let's do this. One thing that you're most looking forward to in this next season, and if you had one piece of advice that you could just give people that you've learned in your journey so far, what would it be? Oh, good question. Um, I think the most exciting thing is to figure out how to hear him and to build my relationship with God. That has really been, you know, kind of pushed to the sidelines for so long and something I've been kind of like, I just imagine myself in a little car, like, Oh, nope, I'm veering this way. I'm not ready. And so (laughs) I think I know. So I think really, really figuring, figuring that out or being open to it um, and letting him bless whatever is in my path, you know, like figuring out how I can reach and help more women with whatever it is they're battling with that you know, relates to alcohol. So I think that's what I'm most excited about. Um, and maybe just some, some words of wisdom is if you listen to this and you have been considering removing alcohol, just go for it, try it for a day. You know, I think there's a reason that you hear that voice. And so, so many of us imagine it as like a little toddler in the back of your head. Um, just tell them to be quiet. (laughs) Trust yourself that you can do it and try it for a day. You got it. So good. One day at a time. One day at a time. Love it. 
Love it. Well, it has been such an honor to have you. Thanks for joining us today and sharing yes. all the vibes with us. And so looking forward to staying connected and allowing people to connect with you too. Same. Thank you for the opportunity and for having me. Yes. Cheers, friend. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.